In today's episode, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, also breaking news. BlackRock insiders say the Bitcoin ETF approval is expected in four to six months, according to Mike Novogratz. Let's go. We'll also be discussing Binance receiving licenses to offer crypto services in El Salvador, as well as the latest of what's happening with the ongoing Bitcoin censorship on YouTube and across social media. We'll also be discussing Kathy Wood predicting the SEC simultaneously allowing multiple spot crypto ETFs. I'll be breaking down this latest report, as well as Bitcoin will keep going up by 100% per year, says crypto analyst Preston Pish will be discussing why, as well as our breaking story of the day, PayPal stablecoin can push the Bitcoin price at $250,000 per coin and Ethereum to 10x growth, quoting crypto OG Charlie Shrem. PayPal launching a stablecoin will skyrocket Bitcoin to at least $250,000 faster than it was supposed to, and ETH likely to 10x on a faster timetable. Very exciting. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my Rumble channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome, everyone. This is pod episode number 1365, X live stream number two, and Rumble live stream, I think number seven or eight. I'm starting to lose track. But nonetheless, fam, lots to discover today. So let's start with our market watch. As you can see here on your screen, we got the Bitcoin price action pumping back in the green, up roughly 3% for the day, just under that critical $30,000 resistance. And Ethereum also in the green, up 2%. In fact, the entire crypto market pumping and in the green, respect that pump. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at just under $1.2 trillion, with roughly $34 billion in volume at the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 49% even and the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, the infamous Pepe <laughs> up 10%. Then we have Hedera up 9%, trading at six cents. And Solana up just over 7%, trading above $24.61. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, AC of Green, which we love to see. Now, we only have a handful in the red, so let's go. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 54, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 49, last week a 53, and last month a 55 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you have been taking advantage of this recent dip? Let me know. I know in the chat, many, many of you did. And uh, shout out to Mikey Likes It for the $3 uh, 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 contribution over there on the Rumble Rants. I greatly appreciate that. He put hashtag justice for JV. And as you know, J in JV stands for Justin, which is kind of a uh, another way of saying justice. Just FYI, I wanted to point that out. But nonetheless, fam, now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping with the King Crypto. Bitcoin recovered above 29,000 August 8th as one trader eyed a potential breakout already underway. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed a modest price rebound after it set local lows of 28,670 and still in a tight range. Bitcoin largely followed the U.S. equities during the August 7th Wall Street trading session and would have despite 
uh, of a lack of enduring momentum in either direction. Market participants look for signals that a return of some sort of trend could already be here. Uh, quoting popular trader Jelly, this current formation has a target of $32,000. Can it break the key resistance? Also like to point out, there's not much resistance between 32 and 40 Gs. So if we can overcome that yearly high, we could, you know, set new trends for this year. Now, the wedge in question began at the start of July and marks Bitcoin's second in as many months, another being in place from April towards the end of June, which you can see in this chart shared by Jelly. And quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, he says uh, he called the previous day's downside a standard correction and shared that immediately flipped back uh, on the decent daily candle. Let's see what the CPI will bring on Thursday, which is only two days out. Vande Pop referenced the main macro event of the week, which is the July print of the CPI, which is traditionally a crypto market volatility catalyst. And on the intraday timeframes, the picture was mixed as ever as game played out uh, between market makers and takers on the exchanges. Yeah, interesting. Failure to break down force hands, especially from spot traders to be bid, especially since spot takers led the sell-off in the first place. And also Bitcoin close to being oversold in a more optimistic market summary, quoting Jan and Yan of the co-founders of Glassnode, suggesting that sub-28,000 dip had more significance as a local bottom than many realized. And as per the risk signal metric, Bitcoin is the most high-risk trading level for several months, coupled with a neutral signal on the alt amid overall volatility near its lowest ever values. The market is ripe for galvanized bulls to step in, they argued. Bears in control were getting exhausted, and they also share Bitcoin is close to being oversold. We are going to tap the liquidity pool of demand around 28500 This could be a reversal, which we were hoping for. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. Let me know in the comments right down below. Now I want to discuss the ongoing censorship uh, with Bitcoin content creators on YouTube. But actually, before we even step into that, here's some pretty big news. I also want to share with you, uh, Worthy, check this out, BlackRock considering, or insiders are saying the Bitcoin ETF approval is expected in four to six months. Could you imagine a spot Bitcoin ETF being approved in four to six months? Quoting them here, this is a big deal because both our uh, contacts from the Invesco side and from the BlackRock side get you to think that this is a question of when, not if, that the outside window, this is probably six months. And so you are kind of, of your four to six months, if you had to pin the tail on the donkey, audit. Now, we all know there's massive amounts of money which can pour right into Bitcoin once upon approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF by the United States SEC. So this can take Bitcoin to a whole new level before the halving, which is estimated to be in less than nine months, roughly sometime in April of 2024. Bitcoin halving. Let's freaking go. But anyways, now for this ongoing Bitcoin censorship, I made a post actually this morning right here. You can see when I arrived to Twitter, September of 2019, I maybe only had a couple of thousand YouTube subs, if that, and my tweets got virtually zero engagement facts. Now, Max Kaiser was the only influencer to retweet my content at that time, which provided me with a massive beacon of hope, as he've always been hands down my favorite Bitcoin content creator via the Kaiser Report alongside Stacey Herbert. Now, the Kaiser Report is still to this day the greatest financial news show to ever exist and credited with the very first international TV mention 
attention to Bitcoin back in 2011, Max literally called it the biggest story of the decade. This is the greatest achievement of the global insurrection against banker occupation. Bitcoin is the currency of the resistance. That's quoting him word for word. And in a second, I'm going to play this audio bite. But I also put here, P.S., YouTube took down 900 hours and 1,800 episodes in 13 years of work, including the very first extensive multi-year international coverage of Bitcoin via the Kaiser Report, because we reported on some inconvenient truths and deep-rooted corruption about the U.S. economy and banking system. Now, if you're a fan of the Kaiser Report and you'd love to see YouTube bring that mofo back, make some noise in the live chat, repost this, and get the word out. Because if we don't stand up against this corruption and the war against freedom of speech and the war on Bitcoin content creators, they're going to continue to take advantage of us. Real talk. And with that being shared, now for the soundbite from this clip with Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert. Here we go. Bitcoin top 100 rich list from 3rd of June 2011. Here's a little video I made of the top 100. As you can see, it's, uh, they're all anonymous. This is fantastic. This is the new Forbes fortune list, isn't it? These are the Bitcoin fortunes. And notice, yes, all numbers, it's pure anonymous. And this is the biggest story of this decade going forward is the transition from the old way of doing business around the world to the Bitcoin way of doing business, which is purely anonymous. And this is the uh, great achievement of the global insurrection against banker occupation. Bitcoin is the currency of the resistance. So you heard it there first. Bitcoin is the currency of the resistance. And he made this call back in 2011. So you got to show massive love to Max and Stacy. But this ongoing BS censorship continues. For example, here's another YouTuber who recently got a deplatform. He wrote here for years, I saw Team YouTube as a partner. Partners grow together. Partners support each other. I didn't expect YouTube to be my friend. They don't want me to succeed out of the goodness of their heart. They want me to succeed because this will make them money from ad revenue. So when my channel got terminated, FYI, on the same exact day my channel got terminated, July 31st, without any notice nor strikes, a week ago I felt betrayed. My partner just stabbed me in the back, deleted three years of hard work, and in my case, six years of hard work. I won't be able to say any more. Just watch this clip. I already covered why Bitcoin mining doesn't waste energy. I won't be able to refer other Bulgarians to my video where I explain why they simply cannot uh, hack the blockchain, why decentralization is important and the utmost importance, actually, why proof of work is superior to proof of stake and why so many whys answered in the Bulgarian language, a language that few people know and even fewer people can answer these questions in. Bulgaria is a small country. I get it. We are not that important, but honestly, there's mean we should be forgotten. I did my part. I worked hard, disciplined myself, made content every day, just as I did for six years. Over three years, I had 400 solo streams and a thousand pods with my guests. This content was chopped into pieces, thousands of clips of my audience to watch. Future and present, content that helps people understand what Bitcoin is, why fiat corrodes, the very fabric of society, and why 2% inflation is mandatory for the economy, being a lie. After all this effort, I achieved a miracle. People actually liked and watched my content. Think about it. 20 3,500 subs in three years in Bulgaria is the same as 1.2 million subs in the USA because America is 52 times larger population than Bulgaria. And not just that, Bulgarians don't usually make any investments. We are literally the poorest country in the European Union. So what the fuck is going on, YouTube? Why do you have to censor this 
gentleman just for spreading the word on Bitcoin and bringing, obviously, trying to bring an end to the fiat corruption and the slave mine, uh, which is perpetuated by this fiat corruption. He goes on to share that I am grateful that the Bitcoin community is so supportive of this matter. For without your help, I wouldn't have made it even to here. If YouTube doesn't unblock my account, I will move forward. I will move past them and I will never forget how they set me back. 100%. And I could totally re uh, relate being a victim of the same circumstances, having my channel unjustly terminated for no justifiable reason. In fact, the BS reason that they gave us is a bunch of horse crap at the end of the day. They claim our content, both of us, they claim our content violated their dangerous and harmful policy. Since when is sharing the news about Bitcoin dangerous and harmful? You know what I mean? My thumbs up to thumbs down ratio, just FYI, was roughly 99%, meaning 99% of the individuals who watch my content gave me a thumb up and liked it. So who are the mofos claiming that this is dangerous? That's coming from YouTube directly. In fact, I sent an appeal just as this gentleman did from Bulgaria. And guess what they said? We've carefully reviewed your content and we agree with our decision. We made the right decision because your content is clearly in violation. So we respond back. Uh, then obviously, if it's so obvious and clear, why don't you give us an example? Show me one of the videos and a piece of the content, maybe a timestamp where I did something wrong, but they're unwilling to do that. And they ghosted me. Why? Because this is a war against Bitcoin and Bitcoin content creators. So we need your help. We need your support. Don't you know, be silent in this situation, but stick up for fellow YouTube creators that get their channel terminated for no justifiable reason, as I'm doing right now, sticking up for Max because he's been a day one, my favorite uh, Bitcoin influencer, as well as others who have much smaller followings than me, because we must stand together. You know what I mean? United, we stand. Divided, we fall. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss Binance getting a license uh, to do business in El Salvador, which is also breaking news. Here we go. Shout out to CZ. Global crypto exchange Binance has reported being granted licensing to provide services to residents of El Salvador. In a August 8th announcement today, Binance said El Salvador Central Reserve Bank had approved the exchange's application for Bitcoin service provider license in the country's National Commission of Digital Assets, granted in a non-provisional digital asset service provider license. The regulatory approval will allow Binance to offer tailor-made products and services related to crypto in Latin American nations. Let's go Latin America. Bitcoin is now as announced here on Binance. Binance is now El Salvador's first fully licensed crypto exchange. With this, Binance has approvals and registration in 18 markets worldwide, more than any other crypto exchange, including France, Italy, Spain, Sweden, as well as Dubai. Now, Binance's head of Latin America, Minlin, said it had taken many months for the exchange to complete the licensing process. El Salvador recognized Bitcoin as a legal tender alongside the U.S. dollar in 2021, following a push from crypto-friendly president, Nayib Bokele. Shout out to Bukele and the passage of the country's Bitcoin law. And in April, El Salvador's National Digital Asset Commission granted Bitfinex Securities El Salvador a digital asset service provider license. The firm uh, largely functions independently from its global exchange. Now, a global crypto exchange, Binance and its subsidiaries have received regulatory approval to offer services in many countries. On August 1st, the firm announced it had launched the Japan-based arm and its Dubai-based subsidiary received a license from the 
Emirates Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority in July. Now, in the U.S., however, the exchange faces scrutiny from regulators and lawmakers. You can thank No Claire Gare for that one. The U.S. SEC filed a lawsuit against Binance in June for allegedly offering unregistered securities and operating illegally. And the CFTC targeted the exchange and CEO CZ in March for allegedly violating trading and derivatives regulations. So there you have it. I know El Salvador is doing its thing. Also, uh, Jack Maulers, the CEO of Strike, also just recently set up shop over there in El Salvador. So much respect to Bukele and the beautiful people of El Salvador. And with that being shared, now for the latest from Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, talking about multiple ETFs being approved by the same time by the SEC, which can really spark that domino effect as the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. So let's break this down and shout out to Kathy Wood. ARK Investment Management founder and CEO Kathy Wood had reportedly suggested that the US SEC will approve multiple spot ETFs at the same time. And in August 7th interview with Bloomberg, she predicted the SEC would approve more than one ETF at once if it moves forward with any app currently under consideration. And there's so many. Now, ARK Invest sent one of the most recent spot Bitcoin ETF apps in June after amending the submission to include surveillance sharing agreement, as Kathy Wood announces here in this video, which I'll include in the show notes below the video in the description for you to reference and check out. Now, Wood's remarks were similar to the proposal by Grayscale, the company currently suing the SEC over its refusal to accept an application allowing its Bitcoin trust, GBTC, to be converted to a spot Bitcoin ETF, which would only help investors, by the way. <laughs> so the SEC supposed to be protecting investors. Yeah, right. Now, in July, Grayscale's legal team submitted a letter to the SEC requesting the regulator approve all proposed spot Bitcoin ETFs at the same time to avoid one having an advantage over the other, such as BlackRock the largest asset manager in the world. Now, the SEC had never stopped a spot crypto ETF in the US, but has allowed the listing of crypto link futures ETFs, interestingly enough, as well as a leveraged Bitcoin futures ETF from volatility, uh, volatility Shares Trust. And at the time of publication, the SEC received crypto ETF apps from Invesco, BlackRock, Valkyrie, Van Eck, Wisdom Fidelity, and ARK Invest. So there you have it. Do you think BlackRock is likely to get their ETF approved first by the uh, SEC considering their track record. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. As we hear, it's like 575 to one in regards to how many uh, ETFs they have been getting approved, BlackRock in their history uh, with the SEC. So if history is the rhyme, then likely BlackRock would be approved first. But Kathy is saying we have to get them all approved at the same time so we don't give any company the unfair advantage. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And as I mentioned earlier, we already have experts predicting that the spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. can get approved as early as the next four to six months. So I'll be keeping you posted. Now let's discuss Bitcoin continuing its gains of 100% plus per year as per crypto analysts. Preston Pish, investor and podcaster. Preston is predicting Bitcoin will put up 100% gains annually relative to fiat currencies in the new interview with Scott Melker. Pish says that Bitcoin will become an obvious store of value and hedge against an increasing debasement of fiat currencies like the US dollar. Quoting him here, if I buy into this idea that Bitcoin is going to keep going up by like 100% a year, which I do, I buy into that idea because I know the debasement rate that the rest of the planet's fiat currencies are going to go through. That's why I think it's going to go up to relative 
relative to those currencies. But what I think a lot of people just for whatever reason can't wrap their head around is the entire planet's expenses are denominated in those fiat currencies. And according to Pish, Bitcoin's value relative to fiat currencies will eventually double annually, which will boost the adoption of Bitcoin as a payment method, quitting him again. Once we get far enough down this path where people are now getting their bills denominated in Bitcoin because it's starting to take over because it's so obvious, it's not 100% debasement rate relative to Bitcoin. It's now 500% or 1,000% on an annualized basis because that's where this is all going, whether people like that or not or don't want to believe it. I don't care whether you believe it or not. That's where we are going. That's going to, there's, sorry, there's going to come a day where that's the case and when businesses are going to start saying, no, pay us in Bitcoin. We don't want that fiat because it's debasing too strongly. And that's when you're going to start seeing the pickup in immediate settlement and the demand for it. And then you're going to start seeing all of these people that are sitting on large swaths of Bitcoin, the net producers of the world. They're going to start loading their Bitcoin into these channels because they're going to be demand for the fees. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Preston Pish. And I think if you do the math, Bitcoin has been pretty consistently gaining, I think, more closer to 200% gains per year. But correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the numbers I know. So I think this is... Uh, I would say a conservative guess of the future, but hey, even 100% increase year over year is pretty major. Even 100% increase from the previous having, I mean, I shouldn't say, I should say the previous peak from uh, 2021 was 69,000. So if we only 2X from that, this next cycle peak, which is more likely to be sometime in 2024 or the year after the having in 2025, that's still a realistic $138,000 Bitcoin price. And imagine a 2X, that could take us, you know, multiple six figures, which would be so exciting, especially considering I'm going to be having a party here in Puerto Rico once the price action hits 100000 and everyone is invited. So make note of it. Mark that on your calendar. Hopefully we see six figures sooner than later, hopefully in the year 2024, if I had to guess, just as Adam Back is predicting a six-figure Bitcoin price by March 31st, 2023, as I covered in a previous episode. But let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss our breaking story of the day. That's Charlie Shrem predicting that this new PayPal stablecoin will send the Bitcoin price to 250000 as well as Ethereum 10x from here. And then we'll dive into our live Q&A as we do each and every day. Here we go. PayPal's reported launch of a stablecoin is sending ripples of excitement throughout the crypto community. The potential impact is monumental with predictions the Bitcoin's value will skyrocket to a quarter million dollars and Ethereum will see a 10x growth on a faster timetable. The introduction of a stablecoin by PayPal, as I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode, a leading online payment platform marks a significant endorsement to crypto. It reinforces the growing acceptance and integration of digital currencies into the mainstream financial services. And quoting Charlie Shrem here on X, PayPal launching a stablecoin will skyrocket Bitcoin to at least 250000 per coin, faster than it was supposed to, and ETH likely will 10x on a faster timetable. Very exciting. So at ETH's price, let's just round up and say it's uh, 2000 10x that would send the Bitcoin price, or I mean the Ethereum price to roughly, uh, what is that, 20000 Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine a $20,000 Ethereum price and Bitcoin at 
250,000. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. So for Bitcoin to rise to a quarter million represents a dramatic increase in value. It signifies a confidence boost from institutional players like PayPal and can trigger a cascade effect amongst other financial giants. Ethereum is also set to benefit significantly. The prediction of a 10x growth is not merely optimistic, but aligned with the broader trends of decentralized finance and smart contract apps. This announcement builds on PayPal's existing support for crypto as the platform already allows users to buy, sell, and hold various digital currencies. The introduction of a stable coin could pave the way for more advanced financial products and services within the PayPal ecosystem. The crypto community is watching with bated breaths as uh, details that a stable coin continue to emerge. This development could be a catalyst for substantial growth within the market, altering timelines as well as expectations. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this? Let me know. Now for a warning, I don't trust PayPal as far as I can throw them. I lost trust in PayPal a decade ago, the first time they froze my account for too many transactions set out a red flag way before I was even involved in crypto. So I haven't trusted them since. Also, as already leaked on uh, crypto Twitter, which I guess we would now call Bitcoin X <laughs> or even uh, uh, is it Crypto X? Who knows? You, you, you guys let me know. But anyways, it was pointed out that they can freeze your stable coins at any time, just as the same way that PayPal can freeze your account balance at any time. So they can confiscate your crypto. So earlier in my Telegram chat, people are asking, what do I, where do I buy that new stable coin for PayPal? I said, if I was you, I'd stay far away from PayPal's stable coin because I do not trust them. If you're looking to invest in crypto, just hold Bitcoin and put it in cold storage for Christ's sake, because PayPal cannot be trusted, but that doesn't mean it can't help usher in mainstream adoption uh, as the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. Just because there are like uh, a quarter billion PayPal users or something crazy like that, I don't know the exact numbers. I covered it, I think, in yesterday's episode. So it's good for mass adoption. And as Charlie Shrem says, it can help usher in a greater uh, Bitcoin price of a quarter million dollars faster than originally anticipated. But that doesn't mean you need to trust them. Trust nobody. Verify everything. This is probably the type of messaging that got me uh, basically terminated from YouTube because I like to preach the truth. I don't trust WorldCoin. Never scan your freaking iris for any government. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, trust. <laughs> Trust nobody, verify everything at the end of the day. That is the golden rule inside of Bitcoin. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.